This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Hi. Welcome, everyone, to another Wednesday night shiur. It's coming forth, everyone, for coming. Uh, as usual, we're going to go through it. Um, many different types of inyanim to apply in our daily life through the parasha. We're dedicating Bezal Hashem for Refuah Shlema. Abraham Akiva Ben Numi. Bezal Hashem, we have a refuah. He's supposed to have a surgery. Hopefully he doesn't need the surgery. You know, one time we, 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 we said a refuah Shlema over here. I'm telling you, we said a refuah Shlema over here, I remember. And then right after the shiur, at the time that he was at, somebody called me up. He says, Bishud, the shiur that we gave here, we didn't need anything. Dadis found it good. I'm not joking. It was the craziest thing. So, Baruch Hashem. So, and also, if anybody wants to sponsor now, we have that. Shior, please reach out. Katash, what's your email? What's your email? S-H-L-O-M-I-E dot K-A-T-A-T-A-S-H-2 at AOL.com. At AOL.com. Okay, that was a long one. Kadash! I gotta make a shorter version. Reach out to Kadash if you want to sponsor class. You'll give him the name and stuff like that. All right. And what I. On a, uh, on a very important note like this, why is it, first of all, why is it that right after, we're learning about Parashat Tazriyah. What does it come after? Which parasha? Anybody know? Parashat Shemini. What did it speak about Shemini? What did it speak about Shemini? Kashrut. Right, that was the end of the parasha. Kashrut. What did it speak about in this week's parasha Shavuah? Lashonada. So what's the inyan? What's the connection? What's the connection, Aaron? What goes in and comes out is important. You heard that? You heard that? What Chong is saying is, Shemini spoke about what goes inside your body. What goes inside your body? You have to make sure it's kosher. And a lot of people, wait, one second. Is it halavi sale? Very important. Very nice. Is it kemayashat? Very nice. Is it ben yosef? Very nice. Is it have OU on it? Does it have a good ashkacha? People text me, Rabbi, is this a good Ashkaka? Rabbi, is this a good, 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 good do you think? Can I rely on this? Can I rely on that? But what? That's what what you're taking inside your body. Now, Lashonara is what? Lashonara is something that goes outside of your body. What is that? The words that you speak about. The words that you say. You hear what's going on there with the only over The words that you come out of your mouth, the Torah is so careful. Be careful what you say. Don't play games. There's a brought down in the Chotz Adikim, how important it is not to speak Lashonada. One time a person uh, spoke Lashonada about another person. He heard big Lashonada. And, uh, and, and the person wrote him, the person wrote him a note and he gave him a gift. So he says, what's this gift? He said, no, 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 I'm just giving you a, a very gift. He said, why? It's because I heard you spoke, it's a true story, by the way. I heard you spoke Lashonara about me. And when you speak Lashonara about somebody, so you mitzvot, averot, things like that, you know, it's not so pashut. You gave me there's a whole situation going on. And therefore, a person has to be very, very careful, not just what goes in his mouth, what? What also goes out, out from his mouth. You have to be very, very careful with that. Now, that's the connection between Shemini and Tazriyah. Furthermore, when the person gets the Tzarat, he gets the, the gaze, right, on his thing, and, 
And by the way, by the way, this is a, 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 so important. You know why? Because Hashem is so kind. Why is Hashem so kind? If you think about it logically, the person could be speaking like Shonara all the time, all the time, all the time. But now what happens? He gets Shonara, says, oh, what is this? Ah, oh, that's one. By the way, there's other reasons why there's leprosy. It all has to do with Averot. Uh, but the Kohen looks, eh, what does he have to do? He has to do? Quarantine. Now everybody knows what quarantine is, you know? <laughs> you, know back, you know, two, three years ago when you say quarantine, what's quarantine, Rabbi? The guy stays there two weeks, there's that, that. I told you the story on a side note, on a parentheses note, but it's so important, and I said this once before, but I'm going to say it, even if you hear it a hundred trillion times, it's worth it. I'm going to give you an extra credit today, bonus. You ready for the bonus? Moshe Abraham, you ready for the bonus? The bonus is like this. There's the Gabai of the Shul over here. His name is Joey Khalifa. And he takes care of the Knees like clockwork. He actually even moved directly across the street from the Shul to take care of the Shul. I don't joke. That's how dedicated this man is. He moved across the street from the Shul in order to make sure the Shul is okay. That's his, uh, his thing. He, he can't. He, he tells me out. I think anything that goes wrong right away, he's like the guard, really. He'll tell, Rabbi, they're, they're, who's in the driver? Rabbi, who's there? What's there? I see the lights open at 2 o'clock in the morning. Are you in the shul? I was like, no, go check it out. He goes, check it out. What are you doing? He sees a guy learning. Okay, 2 o'clock in the morning, you're learning, no problem. You know, he's always... And now let me tell you the story. And everybody knows that they come to Derech Emet Torah and they know the Gabai, the Shamosh, Joey Khalifa. And I'll tell you what happened. He does a lot. He sets up the Kiddush. Every single Shabbat, he sets up the Sodash Lishi. And he wants to, by the way. He wants to. He's excited to do it. It's his passion, you know. He makes sure everything is on, on point. He actually goes to get the Sodash Lishi, make sure that everything is... He does a lot. And he's been doing this for years. Now what happens? And I should say, I should take mention, he, he doesn't miss. There's no such thing as missing Shul. There's no such thing. Miss Shul? What are you talking about? He doesn't, he doesn't understand that concept. Every day. What happened during Corona? What happened, first of all, the time that we were closed, closed. Then Corona was getting better, getting better, getting better. Happens to be everybody's back in Shuls. Everybody comes back. About a few months later, six months in, who gets the Corona? He got Corona. And he had to quarantine. He had to quarantine. So he quarantined, let's say, from Sunday to there. Then the Shabbat came. It was very hard. Shabbat was very hard for him. He doesn't go to Shul on Shabbat. Everybody goes to Shul on Shabbat. And now he sees Friday night, people walking in. Hey! And he's by his window. He lives right there, right across the street. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? So I'm walking out Friday night. He loves saying Shabbat Shalom to the rabbi. Shabbat Shalom, Chacham, how are you? You know, everybody, hey, you talk, what's doing? The guy now, Jojo, every guy walks out of shul. The one's there, hey, he's screaming from his window. Then the next morning, I'm walking into shul. Who's by the window across the street? Khalib is Rabbi, Shabbat Shalom, how are you? I'm here, I'm here. Comes in the afternoon, I'm leaving the shul. Shabbat Shalom, Rabbi. Comes in the afternoon, I come back in now. He's like, and he's doing that to everybody. Because he loves the shul. He cannot, 
he cannot uh, displace himself from it. And now let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. What happens is, comes Saturday night, Motzei Shabbat, and it's Birkat Levana. Everybody is waiting to say it, and we're excited. So usually I send a guy downstairs, go check it out, see where's Levana. So he goes, well, I don't see it, well, I don't see it. So then I start coming down, another person starts coming down, we've got to find this Levana. It's not even cloudy outside. You know, if it's cloudy, I understand. It's, I see it, but it's behind the clouds. But it's not even cloudy. So where, where is it? You know, you got to find it. I was like, it's not cloudy. You see, the whole thing is gone. And I'm thinking, the guy's not, I'm thinking in my mind, the guy, what, what's wrong with Every He's the guy that checks the Levana. He comes to the Rabbi, Rabbi, you Levana, I don't Levana. He tells me, it's this side, it's that side, <laughs> backyard. What's going on? He goes down, Rabbi, I don't, feel, I don't see no Levana. I said, what do you mean, sort of Levana? Is, is, it, is it clear? Clear. No clouds? No clouds. So where's Levana? I don't know. Another guy goes down. I go down. Now, five guys went downstairs to shul. Five guys. Me, three other guys. Each one to the side. I went that side. Another guy went that side. Another guy went in the backyard. Another guy went on the sides of the shul on the, in the front. You know, like, like you, know, you, have, you have a five-on-five five, uh, bodyguards, two in the front, two in the middle, one in the center. Everybody's checking it in. Finally... One guy's looking, literally, and I'm not joking when I tell you, maybe a few minutes looking, 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 looking. Finally, one guy's like, wait, wait, it can't be, that's got to be, there's no... He walks across the street. He literally walks across the street. And he says, screams out, Rabbi, I found it! It was the only spot that you could see that Levana was across the street. And you know who lived across the street? Joey Khalifa. It's the craziest thing. And we're all, the whole shul is in front of his house saying the Levana. And he's there, he's like, wow, this is crazy. He has it on video, by the way. He took a whole video sending out the whole shul. Look at this. Because when a person, when a person does so much for a shul and does and does and does and does and does, so Hashem says, you know what's going to happen? The shoe is going to come to you. Isn't that an amazing story? Everything's on video, by the way. He's showing the fire, like crazy, wild. In any case, a person who speaks Lashonara, he gets quarantined. But when he goes to get quarantined, what does the Torah speak about? It says that he has to say, I'm Tameh, Tameh, I'm Tameh, 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 as he's walking out. The question is, why? Does he have to say that he's Tameh? Why? Very simple. The obvious answer is, is because, I think your, your phone died or something, is it true? It's not, not, not working. Yeah, right? It says, why does he have to want to, why, why does he have to say Tameh, Tameh? What happened over there? Because you put it on Do Not Disturb, take it off of that. Why does it say, uh, 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 why does he have to say Tameh, Tameh? Why does he have to say that? I'll tell you very simple. The Pashub Pshat is, the Pashub Pshat is, the simple Pshat is, is because nobody wants to get Tameh because of him. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to become Tameh because of him. So you say, I'm Tameh, don't come next to me, I'm Tameh, don't come next to me. I'm Tameh. Fine. Fine. We don't want to be, but there's a deeper reason. 
The Gemara discusses, you know why you have to say Tameh Tameh? So now when you hear that, what's your first reaction going to be? Oh, let me pray for him to be Tahor. His reaction is, well, oh, of course I'm Tameh Tameh, I understand that. And I got to figure out which Avera, how do I knock that out in order to be Tahor. But the other people are thinking in their mind, wait, wait, he's saying it's Tameh Tameh, you know what happens? I have to pray for this person to be what? To be Tahor. But the follow-up question is, which prayer is more powerful? The prayer that you pray for yourself or the prayer that other people pray for you? Now, which one would you say? When you pray for other people. Not that when you pray for other people. Which You can pray for yourself to get better, you yourself, or other people can pray for you. Another person can pray for you. Is another person's prayer more powerful than yours, or is your own prayer for yourself more powerful? Your own prayer. It makes sense. Of course it says, It says that. It says, the Gemara says, Go to Chacham and make sure he prays for you. That does say that. It does say that. Go to Chacham, no Chacham, I need you to pray for me. I remember our Shlomo Brevda. You know our Shlomo Brevda? I remember at the end of his life, when he hit like in the 90s, he would come give shiur by us, by our, our Ben Midrash. And I remember every time before he gave a shiur, if he, if he wasn't feeling well, he wasn't good, he would say, I need everybody over here to pray for me. And he would say his name. My name is Shlomo Ben, da 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 That's every single time he gave that shiur, if he needed, if he needed anything, that's what he would say. That's how he started, by the way. I need everybody to pray for me. Why? Because what? Other people's prayers are, 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 are powerful. And it says, Go to Chacham and let him go. Pray for you. I walked in this this thing. Who tells me? Tells me. Told me, told me, Rabbi, I need a, I need a bracha. I need a, I need you to pray for me. This is a small man. He says, Rabbi, I need you to pray for me. Bezal Hashem, we're gonna have you in your prayers. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray in our prayers. His back was hurting. Please pray for me. No problem. Bezal Hashem, we'll say it. But you get the point. They're going. So the point is, yeah, you're right. It says go to others. You're right. It says go to Chacham. But whose prayer is more powerful? Your prayer, because it's you that's praying it. And should I give you the biggest proof to this? I'll give you the biggest proof. Hagar has to leave Abraham Avinu's house. Who does she take with him? Ishmael. They're actually going out, and now as they're leaving, there's no water. Hagar prays, please, I beg you, I'm asking, please, I beg you, I beg you, I'm begging you, Hashem, give us water, we need water. Ishmael also prays, Hashem, please, I'm begging you, I'm begging you, I need water, I need water, please, I need, I need water. Who does the Torah say? Who gets answered first? Hashem says, I'm going to answer Yishmael. I'm going to get you guys water. Hagar is praying for her son. Please, my son needs water. Yishmael is praying for himself. Torah says, I'm going to answer Yishmael. What do you mean? But you also pray. You're right, but his prayer, when you pray for yourself, for yourself, of course, that's more powerful in a way. Of course, again, don't get me wrong. Let everybody pray. But may you go ahead and go ask people. Go ask Chacham. It says specifically. You should know when Rashmo. Well, you could. You could always go to tell others. No, no, that's important. It's always important that you get other people to pray. Why? Because the power of prayer is so great. We're just saying who's a more powerful prayer when you pray for yourself or other person prays for you. What's more powerful? It's when you pray for yourself. 
It's when you're praying for yourself. If you don't pray for yourself, who's going to pray for you? Okay, again, if you can't pray for yourself, it's something else. But otherwise, you pray for yourself. Why? It comes, it comes from your heart. You know what the Pasuk say? What does that mean? Put your faith, meaning hope, and if you didn't get answered, hold strong, double down on your prayer. Double down. We always say prayer is like what? Is like a slingshot. The more kavanah that you have, the higher it's going to fly. You understand? The Taz, I, think it was the, I believe it was the Taz that said, you know how people, they, they, they buried in Talitot, right? At the end of their life, they buried in Talitot. The Taz said, he wrote in his will, bring me this Talit to be buried. No other Talit. I said, why? He said, because I know this Talit, I had Kavanah when I put it on, on my Kavanah. I never missed the Kavanah in my life with the Tefillah. He phone off again. You got to put the, put, the, put the brightness on it more. Anyways, right? That's what it is. And, and now... Now that we know that, so what is the Torah telling you when you say, Tame Tame, why? So other people what, can pray for you. Pray for yourself? You got it? You know what the answer? You know what the answer is? This is the Havet Sayyim. They bring Bashim Havet Sayyim. Sometimes when a person, why is he, why is he Tame Tame? Why? One of the reasons is because he spoke Lashonara. When he spoke Lashonara, Nahas Shalom, the person's mouth, in a way, is is tainted. Right? He spoke he spoke Lashonara. Yeah, 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 you remember when you were younger, when you spoke Lashonara, and, and your mother would take a soap and I mean, not Lashonara, a curse word, they would take soap and water, put it in your mouth. No, I have to make it make it the whore. Come, come over here, come over here, and then you can put the soap in that. No, mom, please. Oh, my God. Let me curse again. They use chug by you. I hear. So, but, but you see what I'm saying, though, right? They put what? So, therefore, the person's mouth, in a way, has the lashara on his lip. So, in this situation, he has to say, Tameh, Tameh. You know why? Because my mouth itself, besides being me, Tameh, but my mouth. I need somebody else to pray for me. You know why? Because this mouth is tainted from the Lashonara. So how is the same mouth going to speak to God that spoke Lashonara about other people and go to pray to Hashem like that? So therefore I say, So you have to pray for me. Why? Because my mouth was defiled from the Tum'ah of what? Of Lashonara. You hear what's going on over there? It's a very hard concept. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying now, oh, I suppose I'm not going to pray anymore. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying the concept, that you see the concept. We're screaming, tamay, tamay, so the other guy should pray for you. Of course you have to pray for yourself. But in this situation, you, you with tamay, your mouth, you have to go ahead and you have to say, Borei Olam, I'm sorry. I need to put head my mouth. That's the right way. That's the right way, Rabotai. And of course, there's tshuva. Hashem accepts the tshuva. Hashem accepts the truth. You know why? Because he knows the Yetzirah also. He knows everything and he loves us so much. You make Chuba right away. Boom. All of a sudden the Tzadat goes away. And, and Chuba is always accepted by the way. 24-7. Don't think for a minute that Chuba is not accepted. Shuvu el Hashem. That's what it says. Come to God. Come to God. Don't worry. Come to God. Get up. Fell. Get back up. And do. 
This is the lesson one. You have to make the head in your mouth. You have to be very careful. And what's the first prayer that we do on the holiest night of the year? Who knows? Calling the day. What are we doing? Calling the day for? What's calling the day? Any swear that I messed up on. Right? Maybe I messed up. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I'm doing hatarane darim, mutarim lachem, mutarim lachem, mutarim lachem, shurim lachem, shurim lachem, shurim lachem, mechulim lachem, mechulim lachem, mechulim lachem. Right? What, what is that? Because maybe a person with his mouth, he walked, he made it there then, and he swore, but he promised about something, and now he's not fulfilling it. So now you're going into Kippur, and that same mouth that said, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, I'm going to make it there then, and you didn't fulfill it. That's, the, that's what's going to be. That's what's going to be spoken, said about now. So what do we do? Say no problem. No problem. Call it there. Make it muhalim, muhalim, muhalim. Now start with your mouth fresh. You know what's going on over there? It's an important point. It's a real important point. And Hashem knows what He's doing, by the way. And it's, it's a wake-up call for anybody, by the way. This whole tzara'at thing, by the way, this whole thing, where does it start, the tzara'at? What do you think it starts? What do you think the tzara'at starts? Where does it start? The hand, it's correct. And then what? And it goes, it could go on what? It go on your house. It could go on your clothing. And then it could go on your body. What does Hashem do? First, let's see, put on the house a little bit. So the guy, it's not on you yet. Now the guy doesn't listen. You see that tzara'at in the house. You see something's going wrong in your house. What's the first thing you have to do? Do tshuva! And the guy still didn't listen. He sees the tzara'at in his house. He sees something's going wrong in his house. He didn't do tshuva! What happens? Hashem says, okay. Okay, now I gotta get closer. What's closer? The clothes. The clothes. Now it's on the clothes. Now, 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 now. Oh, I... You still don't know what? Now it's got to go to the body. Now it's the body. Now the body. I oh, touch anything, but my body. Oh, my body. My body. No, no, no. You know why is that? Why is that? Because Hashem is trying back and forth to give you a lesson, a life lesson. What is the word tzara'at? How? What is it? What is it called? It's called what? It's called. Nega, right? Nega? Nega. You're blocking the Insta. It calls, what is it called? Nega. Nega, how do you spell Nega? Nun Gimel Ayin. Right? You spell it up, you spell it the opposite way. What is it? Oneg. You just moved the thing. What is that trying to tell you? Nega, Oneg, what is that telling you? When a person gets a Nega in his life, Something goes wrong in his life. Something goes wrong. A hardship. You have to change that and say, you know what? This hardship could be an oneg. How? If I just fix the problem that Avera that I'm doing and I just fix it, everything will be in place. It'll be oneg. It'll be oneg. I want to tell you a true story that happened in here. In this room. I want to tell you a true story that happened. Somebody was in business, and he lets me say this story over, by the way. I won't mention his name, but he was, he was in business, and I have letters from him. I have letters from that, that time when he... And we did a deal together. He does this, he does that, da 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 Because it was really bothering him, what, what was bothering him. And we made a start together, we made a start, we made a contract, everything like that, we set it up nicely. 
and his business that he was in, literally, he wrote, I have his handwriting writing it. He wrote, this is the hardest point of my life. I can't take this. I can't believe this. I have to support Phil. I don't know what's going on. I looked and I said, you have nothing to worry about. Follow these directions. Hashem is giving you a message right now. Fix what you have to fix. And you'll see the whole thing will change. And Baruch Hashem, the guy, had an ega. He had something very, very horrible. He wrote a start. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. And then that nega turned into onik. He was able to turn into a different... He went to a different line of business. He went to this, he went to that. I'll tell you more details, but off camera. But at the end of the day, he, he mamash flipped it around. When a person has that nega in his life, he's got to figure out what's that nega about. And when he does figure out what's that nega about, it'll turn into onik. He'll be able to flip it around. And that's every single, every single time the guy has said, what's the first thing he does? This, 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 this. He comes back. He realizes what he did. He realizes his mistake. And guess what? He fixes it. And therefore, no, no nega will actually concur with, with, with all that. You hear that? Is that clear? Is that clear? Now let's go on. We spoke about a little bit of Lashonara. Now I want to go on to show you the sensitivity of the Torah. This is a famous Baal HaTurim in this week's Parashat Shavuah. Oh, by the way, I want to just end off the Lashonara topic in Yan. It says at the end, when he's getting Tahor, when he's getting more pure, the Pasuk says, We bring him to the Kohen. Why can't he just go? What does it mean we bring him to the Kohen? Let him just go to the Kohen. What's I'll tell you. Rav Gifta says like this. I'll tell you this. It happened in Corona. But I'll, I'll tell you this to get the point. Again, everybody hears the question. The question is, why does it say when the person is being Tahor, it says, now bring him to the Kohen. Let him go to the Kohen. What's what? Bring him to the Kohen. You go to the Kohen. He's, he's starting to tell He's getting pure now. Yo, you bring him to the Kohen. Why bring him to the Kohen? Let him go to the Kohen. I'll tell you. Like this. There was a lady who called me up during Corona. And the first thing she called up, she says, Do you know who this is? I said, I have no clue. It says zero, 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 15 zeros on my phone. I have no clue who this is. It's like, no, 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 check again. I was like, I'm telling you, I don't know who this is. Okay, good. Now I can tell you. I'm not going to mention my name. You don't know who this is. You'll never know who this is. That's, that's, that's the intro. <laughs> and I remember exactly where I was, and it hit me so strong. It says, I have to be honest. I need hatarat nedarim. I need the rabbi to matin nedet, to nullify my promise. I said, what happened? She says to me, I promised during Corona, if I get saved from Corona, because you know how people, I don't know if you guys remember, the peak, peak, peak of Corona, people were so scared to walk out of the house. Like, you know, when you got a delivery package, you know, the guy takes deodorant, sprays the whole thing, and then brings it in. You know what I'm talking about? He takes his spray. Bring it in. No, no, no. Or he leave it outside in the cold for 24 hours, and then brings it in. You know? Like, like what are you doing? No, I don't care. It's like double, triple wrap. All you got to do is cut the wrap. No, I'm not touching the wrap. And then he tell the housekeeper, you go bring it. You know? No, no. You know? Like, I'm not touching that. You know? Could you bring my packages outside? You know? He knows what I'm talking about. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he goes like this. And then I get the phone call. What happens? He tells me like this. I made an edit that if I get saved from Corona, I'll wear I'll wear skirts. I'll wear skirts. That's my edit. If I get saved from Corona, I wear skirts. And now what happens? She, she, it's Corona's, Corona was over. She's called me up and says, I need you to matir edit. I said, for what? No, I'm not wearing skirts anymore. I said, what do you mean? But you, you, you just made an edit. So it says, no, that was, I was worried. I was scared. But now it's over. I'm not scared. I want to. I was like, listen, 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 listen. It could be the only reason why is because your protection of the ooh, that's why you got saved. You know, like, what are you doing? That's not the right thing to do. And she understood and she, she, so why is it saying the, now you understand that concept. A lot of times people do things and now everything is good. So they go, oh, forget it. You know, oh, that's it. Oh, forget it. I remember a guy, he was, he was, he had a hard time. He, he made a set number that he'll give for charity every year. And then Baruch Hashem, he started giving that charity and he became very successful. And now he can't forget now. Oh, now I'm saying, I don't give no charity. No, it's not like that. Hashem saved you from something because you did A, B, and C. You can't say, oh, fine, now I'm going to do the same. People, but people forget. People don't remember, people forget. You have a person, what do they do? The doctors say, oh, by the way, it looks to me that you might have oh, some crazy thing. Never heard of it in my life. 1% in the whole world. Like, what's going on over here? So what do you do? You go home. And the, the doctor says, I got to do a triple test. I got to double test it to see if it's true or not true. In two weeks, come back to me. So those two weeks, what are you doing? You're praying mincha. You see the guy. But you never pray mincha. What happened all of a sudden? You pray mincha. I accept upon myself I'm praying mincha for the rest of my life. You know, he's not praying mincha. Two weeks later... He's shaking, 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 shaking. The doctor gives him a test. Oh, I'm good. oh you're good. You're good. What does the guy do? So one week, two weeks, he prays mincha. After two, three weeks, he's already chilling with his friends. I can't pray mincha now. Okay, fine, I'll miss out. I'll pray double Arbi. I'll pray tomorrow. I'll make it up. It's not that serious. Because the person forgot the situation that he was in. You understand what I See how important what's going on. So now the Torah says, Kohen. What does it mean, Kohen? Somebody has to bring him to the Kohen. You know why? Because now he's getting Tahor. Now he's being pure. So now he's being pure. He forgets. Oh yeah, what did I do? What I didn't do? No, no, buddy, buddy. Come on, excuse me. Excuse me. His friends got to remind him. You have to go to the Kohen. Make sure you're completely Tahor. You understand? Now, his Salat is going away. But he still has to go to the to the to the Kohen to, to give him the psaq that it's completely tahor. But what is this guy doing? Eh, it's okay, everything's good now. I don't see any salat on my hands. I don't see any salat on my body. No, no, no. Somebody's gotta bring him. Go bring him to the Kohen, huh, baby? Go check it out. Same things in life. A lot of times in life it'll happen. A guy gets saved from something and he prayed to Hashem and he, and he accepted upon himself, Hashem, if you do this and this, I'm telling you, I'll do this and this and this. Fine, he did it. Hashem did you the favor. And after that, you go on your merry way. Oh, I'm good. I got it. This, I that, I this, I that, I that, I that, I that. How many times does that happen to people? And a person has to make a bail, whatever he is, make a bail. I know a person. The reason why I gave them in hop example is because I know a person. I know, I know a person that this is many years ago. I'm talking about over 15 years ago. That's that's how far it was. I was I was a kid. I was like, I, anyway. I'll never forget. This person came to me. He was an older person. He was married and he had kids. 
And he did, in his company, he did in his company, a slight fraud. Slight. Not even, not nothing serious. But, it, in the legality world, it's fraud that, that, that it makes a stain. And if you get cool with it, you can never get a, a regular a job anywhere. You're ousted from everywhere because you have that fraud. You know how sometimes uh, you go for an interview, they a job interview, they, they ask you, do you have any, uh, do you have any uh, criminal uh, record? So this fraud goes on your criminal record, and they see it, it pops up, nobody's hiring you. So basically, you got to start everything on your own. You got to do something on your own. You know, you got to got to figure it out. You know, what I'm saying? you got to be your own thing. This person had it, and he said, "No matter what happens, they're debating if the fraud is going to come up or not. They're debating it, like like in courts. The company that he was working for basically were debating whether they're for sure going to fire him. But the question is, how bad and how fast they're going to fire him." And this person came to me and said, I accepted upon myself that I'll pray Minha. He wasn't praying Minha. He said, I accepted myself pray Minha for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life, I'll pray Minha. I'll make sure that I pray Minha. He wasn't praying Minha. Tell you what happened. He ended up getting fired from his business. He ended up getting that fraud from the company. But he started a new thing on his own. And I remember that day. He was crying and didn't stop crying and didn't stop crying. He ended up starting his own. He started opening up on his own. And he told me he never missed Minha. And he said, I didn't even know. Yeah, they call me on the fraud. And even though they kicked me out, my my, my Kabbalah was my Kabbalah. I said, no, I'm going to pray Minha no matter what. I'm always praying Minha. There's no condition. Oh, if I don't get it, if I do get it, no. The rest of my life, I'll pray Minha. And guess what? This guy, he ended up praying Minha. And he tells me, now he tells me, what I used to make in one month, or what I used to make in one year in the company, I make on my own in one month. That's what he told me. But the point of the story is, he accepted upon himself something, Everything is going good now. He's still praying Minha. It doesn't backtrack. The Gemara in Ta'anit says, if a person, Gemara in Ta'anit, let me tell you Gemara. Gemara says, let's say for example, a person is fasting. Let's, let's say, give an example. Let's say a person needs a refuah So he says, oh, you know what? He needs a refuah Oh, you need, yeah. So he says to Hashem, Hashem, this month, I'm going to fast. Let's say you're going to say a number. Five fast during the month. Which one? I'll pick, I'll pick the days. Before Minha, you say, oh, this day I'll fast, that day I'll fast, that day five fasts. In the interim, after three of your fasts, you see, oh, full of the flash lemma. The Gemara wants to know, do you have to fast the other two fasts? Yes or no? Yes. You accepted five, but you're all healed. You're all, you're all well. Gemara says you have to complete it. Why? There's no... There's no, oh yeah, oh, now I'm better, I'll see you later. But you accepted, no matter what, the way you accepted it was, five, you got to pay the five. Now if you want to say, oh, fast until I get better, or fast three fast, or fast, that's fine. But to say, for the rest of your life, or to say this, you know Robert Scheinberg, you know what happened one time, Robert Scheinberg? Nobody knows this, not a lot of people know this. But I was, I, I went to Robert Scheinberg many times. 
You know the Tzitzit Rabbi, the, the old CEO. Anybody remember what I'm talking about? Abchaim Pinchas Shai. You know, I, I don't. I never saw him. You never saw him. Chaval, you never saw him. I saw him a few times. You never saw him. Anyway, I, I I had the pleasure and honor and the schut to meet him. You met him. So I, I, he used to come to America a lot. Anyway, let me tell you something. I I, I was there and I was on Shabbat with him a few times. I would ask him questions. I would ask him this, I would ask him that. If I need a question, he'd go like this. Uh, uh. If it was Torah, he would tell me. The Ritba says it. I remember the question I asked him. The Ritba says it in here. Oh, this says it in there. But if it was anything else but Torah, he would motion. Uh, 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 uh. I asked somebody. I said, I don't understand. What's going on over here? Why doesn't he talk? Nobody knew. He says, no, he, he makes Tani Dibur. Tani Dibur, the whole Shabbat. For years. You do Yom Kippur. Once a year, you do Yom Kippur. He does it every single Shabbat. You know what's going on? Bezat Hashem, you'll do it every week, yes. So imagine every Shabbat. So I asked, I asked, I asked, listen to this. I asked, listen, listen, Tani Dibur, not Tani Food. Now you know what a fast such about So you know what Tani Dibur is? Not talking Shtuyot, not talking mundane. Not sitting there with Bizid. And the sun, with the sunflower seeds and schmoozing with the boys and, and making the whole pile at the judge like this and say, okay, let's get the barbecue flavor now. <laughs> oh, you see, they got the smoky flavor this week. Oh, sick. The one who won't see, they got, they have the pile. And they look, wow, wow. You know what I'm talking about? The, you know? So what? He didn't schmooze like that. What did he do? He kept on. They asked him. Nobody knew, nobody knew, by the way. Follow me. I, I found out. You know what the reason was? I'll tell you what the reason was. One time, one time, there was, he had a daughter. And the doctors said, something's up with the daughter, health, health-wise. And he asked the doctor, is it a sakana? The doctor said, it's dangerous, yes. He accepted upon himself at that moment something very strong. And what was that? Tani Dibur. His daughter got better. 100% healthy. He, he, since he accepted upon himself, again, you could accept it upon yourself for a year, you could accept it upon yourself for six months, you could accept it upon yourself for, for, for two weeks. But he accepted upon himself and he kept it. He kept it. He kept it. And even though everything went well, he didn't go back and say, oh, everything's well. Okay, fine, I'm good now. That's exactly what the Torah is teaching us. What does it mean? He's already good. He might not go back to the Kohen to see. You go take him to the Kohen. You know why? Because he feels this good. How many times people get married? What do they say? Fix your phone, please. Tell him. What do they say? People get married. What's the first thing? Oh, if I get married, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be so respectful for my wife. And I, 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 trust me, I know this. I know this. I know this. I give shiurim. Sometimes I give shiurim. And then, and then, and then and there's people like, what are you talking about? People don't respect their wives. Right? You'll see when you get married, reverse this shiur I'm telling you. You'll see when you're married, sometimes it'll be a test. You're waiting for the wedding. 
You're waiting for, she's in the middle of going shopping over there. You're outside for an hour and a half waiting, waiting. Hey! Now, well, how are your reactions going to be? So before you marry, you don't like to get married. You say, Hashem, give me a girl. If you give me tzaddikah of a girl, I'm telling you, I won't get angry with her, not even once. All of a sudden, Hashem set you up. Uh, within the first year, oh, she gets you upset. I thought you made a Kabbalah. You're going to get married. I'm going to respect that. I'm going to open up the dofa. Yeah, I'm going to always hold the dofa. And yeah, I'll forget about it. I'm done. What do you mean? You can't, you're supposed to open my door. What happened? You hear what's going on? You hear what's going on? Kabbalah, when you make a bail something, Hashem's listening. And it's a great thing to do, by the way, if you need something. And Hashem will help. Hashem will be there regardless. But sometimes a person needs it. And that's the lesson of the Vavah and the Kohen. The lesson of the Vavah and the Kohen is saying, sometimes a person feels good, feels alright, feels everything's okay. Yeah, that's because when you were in trouble, right? You you make a bell things, and all of a sudden now you don't forget it. Like that girl. She said he wants to be Tzniu, now she wants to take it back. Hashem saved your life. Hashem saved your life. And therefore, when a person's make a bell on himself something, Got to go through and through. You got to go through and through. And guess what? When it happens like that, you'll see more bracha on your life. Hashem, more bracha. So again, remember these lessons. All the lessons again. Let's go back. Tazria and Shemini. Why is Shemini? Tazria after Shemini because Shemini spoke about kashut. That's what goes in your body. Tazria speaking about what goes out of your body. The next thing we spoke about was tameh tameh. What's tameh tameh? When a person becomes sarat. He has to go outside and he has to scream, Tameh, Tameh, why? So other people can pray for him. Why can't he pray for himself? He can pray for himself. But the tefillah was tainted through the Lashon that he what? He said, of course, you could pray, of course, we're not saying that. And the third lesson was, What's Vavala Kohen? When a person feels he's good, don't forget, make sure you go back and, and remember, when you were okay, that you always needed Hashem. Now that you're okay, don't think, oh, I'll throw Hashem out. No, 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 you, you gotta still keep him with us. Come on. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.